0: Lindsay's going to give you guys some updates on her goals, and I'm going to lay out some of my goals for my life. Welcome back to the Potentially podcast. On today's episode, we're going to be discussing our goals. Lindsay's going to give you guys some updates on her goals, and I'm going to lay out some of my goals for my life.
1: We really wanted to just give you guys an accountability check, and so that way you can see that we're still out here trying to make our goals happen, and hopefully hear a little bit about our struggles, our successes, and give you some inspiration for your own life, so that way you can make your goals happen as well. So I'm usually pretty bad about setting goals
0: for myself. I have an idea of what I want to do, but I never really lay them all out. So doing it on the podcast is going to help me stay accountable for the things I want to accomplish.
1: Yeah, setting goals has always been more my forte. I love setting goals. It gets me excited when I can cross things off the list. So Isabel's kind of new to goal setting, um, but I'm excited that she wanted to do this podcast with me and she wanted to set goals for her own life.
0: The podcast actually goes into some of my goals because it will hopefully one day be another source of income to add to my family, which is really important to me. We're trying to build up our money right now so we can do things like buy a house, start a family, be successful in the future. So with that, I'll just start with my financial goals. The first one is about the new car we just bought, which was used but new to us. We got a 54-month loan on it, and we want to pay it off in 15 months instead. So we're going to have to put $2,000 a month towards our car to be able to do that. The minimum payment right now is about $600 and something, but we're going to try to overpay by quite a bit so that way we can get rid of that loan faster. Having loans kind of stresses me out and I don't like it even though it's necessary.
1: So that's something that we've been trying to get away from. We don't like having loans and debt in our life and we're trying to pay that down and I think in the future, our goal would be, and as well, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but our goal would be to pay for everything in cash. So you weren't at that point yet. You weren't at that point where you could buy a car in cash. You needed another car. So you went out and got one on a loan. But what you're looking at is how can I pay it off as quickly as I can? So that way, I'm not having this loan long term.
0: I agree. I've paid for one car in cash before, and it was such a better feeling than having the loan. But I'm trying to build up my credit, and we hadn't saved up enough money for the car when we decided we needed to buy it. So it's necessary that we had the loan, but getting rid of it as fast as possible is the goal because I don't want to have any
1: debt. 100% agree on that. So we have two cars. And we have loans out on them. And after we get those paid down, they're not expensive cars. They're both used cars. After we get those paid down is that I'm going to take that amount that I was putting towards my monthly payment and basically pay myself. So I'm going to try to work up saving for a new car with cash by doing that. And I think um, that's a good strategy for people who feel like it's very overwhelming to pay for a new car in cash is that if you can put specifically every month a car payment towards yourself yourself into your savings account. It's a really good way to look at it. That's an awesome
0: way to look at it because it can be overwhelming thinking I need to save $30,000 for a car. That seems like a lot all at once, but if you do little by little every month, it can be
1: a lot easier. Yeah. And I want to mention this idea that people have that you need a $30,000 car. So if you're in a situation where you can afford that, then that's great. But Every single time me and have bought a car, it's been about $10,000. So it's not a junker by any means. We're not having to go fix it, you know, every other weekend because something is breaking or falling apart on it. They're reliable cars. They get us where we need to go, but they're not extravagant. They're used. They're in good condition, but they're used and they're about $10,000. And I think in that price range, you can get a really affordable and sustainable car for yourself but you're not breaking the piggy bank. So I think there's kind of this myth out there that when you graduate college or when you get married or when you have a kid, you need to get the fanciest best car that you can find. And I just, cars depreciate. They don't hold their value. They're not good investments. So if you can get a used car for a really decent price, I think that is a really good option. That's a really
0: good point. My last car was, I believe, seven or $8,000 and it lasted me a while. There was nothing wrong with it. It was super reliable, even more than my husband's car and he paid more for his than I paid for mine. Right,
1: exactly. So, you know, As Isabel tries to pay off this car, I'm sure she'll keep you guys updated. But when she gets this car paid off, I think a really great thing will be if she could start putting a monthly amount away towards her next car. And then it'll be there when she needs it. And hopefully she won't need it for a really long time. But she'll know it's there.
0: Yes, we're definitely going to try to do that. Another goal right now is we're trying to put $1,000 a month at least into our savings Because we want to save up for a down payment for a house when I get done with my enlistment with the military. We want to be able to buy a house wherever we're going to.
1: That is a really big expense, as everyone knows. That's one of the biggest expenses that families usually have is their housing, saving up for a down payment. And Isabel actually doesn't have to save up for a down payment because since she was in the military, she could get a VA loan, which allows you to put 0% down. But she's trying to be responsible and put a large amount down so that way She doesn't have as big of a loan. And if for whatever reason she would need to sell, um, she already has some equity built into the house.
0: Absolutely. Even if you don't have to put a down payment,
1: it's always a good idea. Right. Because the smaller the loan, the less interest you're accruing over time. Um, If you've ever looked at how much interest you're actually going to end up paying on your 30 year mortgage, it usually doubles the price of your home. So if you buy a house for $200,000 by the time you're you know, you're all done paying everything, you've usually paid about four hundred thousand dollars on that house. So interest is a killer. It's not fun. And we're not saying don't get a mortgage, but if you can put a really decent size down payment down on it, that's much better.
0: I agree. So how have you been doing with your financial goals, Lindsay?
1: I've been doing really, really well actually. So um our biggest struggle has been our food budget. And I just posted this over on Instagram. Yesterday at the time of this recording, you guys won't hear this podcast for about a week. So about a week ago, I will have posted something over on Instagram where I talk about how I've changed my food budget from about 20% of our monthly income to 7%, which 20% is literally insane. No one should ever spend that much money on food, especially if you're in the income range that we're in right now. Um, that's just way too much of our budget going towards food But before we were tracking everything we honestly just didn't know like we didn't know how much we were spending and now that we're tracking everything And watching every single dollar and where it goes It's something that we could easily cut so kind of how we did that was we just really stopped going out to eat Basically, we will occasionally go grab something. I'm not saying that we never go anywhere Neither of us like to cook, so we really do like going out to eat, but we pretty much cut it out of our budget because going out to eat is just so expensive. Um, another way that we did it is that we tried a meal plan in advance so we know exactly what we're going to be eating, and we tried to eat the same, not the same thing every day all week, but something similar, or we try to eat the same thing for a couple days in a row just because if you can kind of bulk buy or buy the same ingredients Then you're not wasting money. You're not buying, oh, I need this spice or this spice, or I need this ingredient and this ingredient. You just use a little bit of it and then you've wasted money on the rest of it. So we're using similar ingredients so that way we can use them all up. And it's really, really helped cut our budget. And that's been the best help in kind of getting our finances under control.
0: That's really impressive to go from 20% to 7%,
1: you said. That's a really big drop. No, it is a really big drop. <laughs> I'm pretty proud of us. I'm pretty excited. I think that that was like one of our biggest struggles. So now that we've kind of gotten that under control, the rest of our budget has definitely been easier. And it's not that the rest of our budget is super easy right now since we're down to one income, but we've kind of got it under control. And that second income should be coming back around September um, as long as everything with Jacob's school stays on track. I'm, you know, I'm it would be a lie to say that I don't stress about it. I definitely do stress about it just because we're kind of in this tight situation right now. But I'm also extremely proud of how we have kind of gotten our life in order, gotten things under control and are just being responsible. It feels good to be responsible.
0: I love being responsible. People make fun of me for all the time. Like our other sister, my husband, they're like, Isville always wants to
1: be responsible, follow the rules, but it feels nice when things are going the way they should. It does. It, it's a lot less stressful. So if if I know that I'm not gonna be short on any money and I'm just you know, I just have things in order, that just feels better. So I completely agree with you. It's just it just feels nice to be responsible. So I think everything with our finances right now is on track, going exactly where it needs to go. We haven't paid down a bunch of our debt yet. Again, we're waiting until that September range when we get that second income that second income will be going towards paying down our debt completely so
0: well that's very good some other recent goals I've made are health goals I've decided that I'm trying to limit eating out to one time a week at most and I'm trying to just eat healthier in general with more vegetables more fruit on my plate when I eat versus carbs because I love carbs I could only eat carbs and I would be fine
1: Who doesn't love carbs? I love carbs so much. It's so sad that they're not good
0: for you I know it's it's really hard I'm also trying to make sure I take my vitamin every day and i'm trying to get back into working out a little bit I used to run a lot be super in shape and I got away from it So i'm trying to work out at least four times a week now to get myself in a little bit better shape Feel a little bit better about myself
1: yeah, Isabel has always been the in-shape sister. She used to run cross-country. She would run for miles and miles. That was something that she was really, really good at. Um, so I think it's going to be good for you to get back out there, get back into it. And it's so hard when you graduate high school and you make that tra- transition into kind of adult life and you have all these new responsibilities. I think health is one of the first things that kind of gets kicked down the road. It definitely does. After I got done with high school, I'm- I started stressing about money, I
0: need to work more, I have college, and now I just work, take care of the house, cook, take care of my dogs, my husband, everything. It just seems like a lot, so I get tired, I don't want to do anything, and I realize if you do work out, it actually makes you feel a little bit better than when you don't, so it is worth it to go do it.
1: Yeah, this is one of the areas that I struggle with the most to stay on track with. It's never been something that's come really naturally to me. I don't like working out. It's not fun to me at all. Um, I always feel better after I do it, but I, in the moment, it's not something that I ever want to do, but I am on track with my goals. So if you guys remember back um, from the first podcast, I said that I wasn't drinking pop, eating pizza, or eating burgers until my birthday on November 12th. Um, And I've stuck with that. I haven't done any of that. I'm really, really proud of that. It's something that I honestly wasn't, not that I wasn't sure I'd be able to do it. I was sure I'd be able to do it, but I wasn't sure if it would bother me every day. And it's not something that bothers me every day. Like maybe once or twice a week, it really gets me and I have to focus on commitment and telling myself like I'm going to stick with it. But it's not something that's a daily Annoyance, so that's really great. And then I've started trying to just walk, so I try to walk a few times a week. And that's been good for me. Hopefully, eventually, I'll get to being able to do more than that. But as of right now, that's where I'm starting at. That's kind of my starting point. And I have to watch out for what I'm eating now a lot more. So I have PCOS. So if you don't know what that is, um, you can go look that up. But it's kind of this condition where your hormones get all messed up. And so what you eat is really important. So I'm talking with a doctor. We're trying to figure that out. And that's still kind of a learning process. So I haven't lost any weight yet. But I'm still working towards it. I haven't given up and I won't give up.
0: I think that's really important is even if you're not seeing the progress right away, you have to understand it is happening. You just have to keep at it. You might not see it for a few months, but it'll happen eventually. And things like giving up pop, for instance, it can be really, really hard at first. But once you've done it for a few weeks, it doesn't even bother you anymore. I stopped drinking pop when I was in like seventh grade. I don't even care for it anymore. If I drink it, I don't even like it.
1: I've always been so jealous of that, that you can do that because even though I've given up, Bob, I still absolutely like crave it and it's something that I would like. So hopefully by the time November runs around, like if I have a Pepsi on my birthday, hopefully I'm like, Ew, this is disgusting. Why would I even want this? Because I've always been jealous of that, how you can just be like, no, I don't care about it. I don't, I don't like it at all. It
0: probably will taste really sugary to you when you try it again. Trust me you won't like it as much.
1: I hope so. I kind of a little bit hope that i like eating all of this food that I don't normally eat. Not that I want to get sick, but I kind of hope it makes me sick on my birthday just so that way I'm not tempted to want to keep eating it after that one day.
0: It probably will when you cut out those things that are bad for you. Ooh, your body gets used to everything that's so good and it doesn't want to go back to all the greasy foods.
1: I sincerely hope that that is true. I pray that that is true because this has literally been, I mean, Isabel can tell you, this has been a lifelong struggle for me. Like, her and her other sister, Vicky, have always been like the in shape sisters. They like all the healthy food. And I've always kind of been not that I don't eat the healthy food because our mom basically made us growing up. <laughs> she would force feed us the vegetables. I'm just kidding. Not actually force feed, but you know what I mean. And So I would eat those things, but I always hated it. I never got excited about it. And just like I was never like naturally athletic. So that's always been a struggle for me. So hopefully I can get to the place where I'm a little bit more like Isabel.
0: You never know. You might. I crave
1: broccoli all the time. So you might get there. (laughs) I wish I craved broccoli. Right now when broccoli's made, I'm just like, oh, what's that smell? (laughs) (laughs) So the last goal that we wanted to talk about was career goals. I've been pretty straightforward with you guys that I started in finance. Um, it wasn't something that I was super excited about in the corporate world. I love personal finance and I love doing my own personal finances, but I wasn't really excited about you know accounting and being an analyst and that kind of stuff in the corporate world. So I made the career switch to being a teacher, which I love, but I still don't think is really end goal, you know, end all be all for me in the end. I still want more, which is why I started this podcast. So now I have this podcast. I'm hoping to grow it. I really like, you know, the entrepreneurial spirit. I'm excited about being my own boss. That's where I see myself going, you know, down the road. Further into my future. And so that's kind of where I'm at. So I thought Isabel could talk to you a little bit about her career goals.
0: Yeah, my career goals are a little bit different from yours in the fact that I really love my job being an air traffic controller. I see myself doing that as my career until I retire. But you can only get so much money doing that. And it's always nice to have a little extra money on the side, which would be nice if our podcast could make some money. It's a little creative outlet, something to get away from my regular job.
1: And I think that it's something that is pushing you outside of your comfort zone, and I think that that's really good for you. Doing this, you're, you're we're learning a lot. I mean, we're learning how to set up a podcast. We're learning how to edit it. We're learning how to set up a website. We're learning, you know, how to put ourselves out there on social media, how to even talk for 20, 30 minutes long enough to get a podcast. We're learning all of these skills and their new skills, and I think that learning new things is never a bad thing no and
0: it'll help me in my jobs in the future or just as a person for me to grow this is something that's a little bit hard for me because i usually don't talk this much at all right i don't post on social media at all. So it's pretty difficult starting out.
1: Right. You're definitely more of an introvert, kind of more of a shy person, which not to say that I'm not. I'm not this outgoing person or anything, but I'm definitely more of a talker than you are. So this is something that pushes you a little bit further. I think the part that pushes me further is like learning all of the technical stuff behind the scenes, like learning how to edit the podcast, that kind of stuff. It's I've never done any of it before. So learning how to do all of that has been a really good experience. It's pushing us to new, it's pushing us past our comfort zone. And, you know, whether this podcast is something that we do forever, whether it's something that we do for 10 years, whether it's something we do for a year, depends how successful it is. But what I know is that for me personally, it's about finding something that I really love to do that I can be successful at. So if for whatever reason, this podcast isn't it, which I really think it's going to be, I really believe in this podcast, but if it's not something that is going to be successful long-term, like that's okay. I still took a lot away from this experience and I'll just find the next thing.
0: Yeah. As long as you're learning something, improving yourself, there's nothing wrong with that. You don't have to I don't think we're trying to become super famous, but you don't have to be famous or not everyone has to know your name for you to be successful at something like a podcast.
1: Exactly. And so, yes, I have a vision for where I want this to go. I have a vision for this site. I have a lot of things that I want to do. And I'm hoping that this, you know, this platform definitely becomes very successful. But if it doesn't, if this is a big, huge flop, like that's okay. I still put myself out there and I'll just, I'll get back up. I'll try again. Because again, you know, I have this vision for my future and I'm going to make that vision happen no matter what. I just got to find the right thing. So if I haven't found the right thing, that's okay. We just keep chugging along. So, I think as far as our career goals, we're really happy with what we're doing right now. We're excited about branching out, trying something new. So, if you're unhappy with your career goals in your own life, then that's something you need to examine. Are you somebody who wants to be their own boss, has that like entrepreneurial spirit, wants to go out and create? If you do, you should definitely take the risk. It's worth it. You know, if you fail or if you're worried people are going to laugh at you or make fun of you, you know, whatever, don't worry about them. You know, block out the haters, as they say. (laughs) But just keep doing exactly what you want to do. Put in the work, and eventually something will happen. If it's not this, it'll be something else. If you're somebody who doesn't have that inside of you, and you really love your job, you're just not exactly where you want to be in your job, well then go figure out what exactly it is you need to do to hit that promotion.
0: I think that's a great point, point. and your career goals don't have to look like anybody else's. Mine are not the same as Lindsay's. They're not the same as our sister's or our husband's. You have to really look inside yourself for what's going to be best for you. I have two more goals to talk about, and the first one is my religious goals. It's Lent right now, and me and my husband have decided that we're going to say grace every night before dinner as part of Lent to try to improve ourselves. And we're also gonna start trying to go to church more because we used to go a little bit, but we really got away from it because working all week on the weekends, we like to just relax, not have to wake up early, which is a really terrible excuse. So we're gonna to try to go to church more definitely make sure we're saying grace before we eat together.
1: Those are really great goals. Um, As you guys know, I said in an earlier podcast that my goal was to get through the Bible this year and I am almost all the way through Genesis. So not super far into it, but I'm making my way through it and I'll get through it before the end of the year. So I think we're on track for that as well. That's really impressive. I think I'll try to start reading the Bible
0: as well. It's hard for me to start getting into it from the very beginning.
1: It's it's a lot of like he was the father of him and the son of him and blah 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 and it like goes down and that part's kind of boring. Um so it's kind of pushing past that part and getting to the stories because I've always enjoyed the stories from the Bible, but I enjoy the stories cuz I like stories from anywhere, you know, I love to read. So I think it's just pushing past kind of the boring parts and getting to the real meat of it. My
0: last goal has to do with a hobby. I used to be a re- really into playing piano I'm trying to get into it again because it's a really good stress reliever for me a lot of my goals have to do with finances improving my family's life things like that I need something that is for my enjoyment and to get me focused on something other than all the stress so for me that's playing piano and I'm trying to start doing that a lot more
1: and she's really good you guys she's a really good piano player (laughs) So, you know, that's a great hobby for her because she's always been really good at it. It's something that's like I played um, piano as well. Like we all took lessons when we were kids and it was something that I had to practice a lot to get to her level. And it was something that just kind of came more naturally to her. So she's a really great piano player. So I think that's a great hobby. Right now, my hobbies pretty much if if they're not having to do with health or finances or anything else we've already talked about, I guess would just be reading. I really enjoy reading. Um, And spending time with my dog, we take our dog to these group training classes, which are really fun. And I don't know if that's considered a hobby, but we like doing it. So
0: I think that's considered a hobby. It gets you guys out of the house doing something together
1: and it's still improving something, making your dog trained a little bit better. Yeah. And he loves doing it. He's the type of dog who really likes to like please you and learn new things. So it's really good for him to get out of the house and do that. Kind of lets him be a little less stir-crazy because he gets a little stir-crazy if we don't, you know, go out there and do something. But that's kind of where I'm at with my hobbies right now. I'm sure I'll find more along the way. That's one of the great things about figuring out your budget. So if you can figure out your budget, get your finances in control and free up more money for yourself in the future will definitely open up um, what kind of hobbies you can do in the future because you will have more money available to you. So all of this kind of comes fr- full circle. And if you can improve all parts of your life, it's going to help for all the other different parts. Absolutely. It just helps you be well-rounded. You have to
0: have goals in every single aspect of your life.
1: Exactly. So I hope you guys really enjoyed today's episode. I hope this was a really good recap of kind of where I'm at with my goals, help you introduce yourself to Isabel, see where she's at with her goals, and keep you guys motivated in your own life because remember this isn't just about listening to us talk about you know how well or not well we're doing with our own life it's about you putting this into your own habits and fixing your own habits and that's what's going to make me really excited if I can get some people out there to kind of change their own habits in their own life. Anyways, I'm really glad that you guys decided to listen today. Go ahead and go over to Instagram, Facebook, our website, all live potentially, L-I-V potentially. Um, You can like us there, follow us there. Go ahead and like and subscribe to this podcast, wherever it is that you're listening, and we will see you guys next week.